welcome to the Talk Colony podcast. We're really excited tonight. You know, recently we've spoken with Isabella, who plays Gracie Bowman. We've spoken with Jacob Buster, who plays Charlie Bowman. And now we get the pleasure of speaking with Alex Neustadter, who plays Bram. So we're trying to get to all the Bowman kids. And, you know, Alex, he's not really a kid. He's more of a young man, but um, right. he, he is one of the Bowman clan, and we're really excited to talk to him. And uh, it's it's pretty cold here on the East Coast. Joe, um, Jay, you still have snow? Yeah, still a couple inches out there, and it's blistery cold. I'm down in Atlanta, and it's just too cold for me here. And I guess it's probably pretty nice for you, huh, Alex? It's real nice in California. I think it's about 74 and sunny. Uh. Oh, rub it in while don't you rub it in? <laughs> exactly. Um, we had we had a cold spell though for okay. for, a couple, for a couple months. I like think it was kind of reversed. You guys had good weather on the east coast and on the west coast. We had some more storms, but yeah, it just keeps changing around here. We don't know if spring's coming or going. But all right, well, we have some questions lined up right. for Alex, and I'll start out with number one. We wanted to find out how much remorse, if any, does Bram feel for going under the wall? Yeah, I think he feels uh, some remorse, definitely. I think he feels more remorse for the fact that he got caught more so than going under the wall. I think he uh, kind of firmly believed in his uh, reasoning behind going under the wall. But um, the fact that he got caught is kind of what uh, aggravates him the most, uh, definitely. Sure. But also just the fact that he's letting down his family and, mm-hmm. you know, okay. that, that whole aspect um, is definitely a burden on him, too. Yeah, I think it almost has to be. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, Charlie's gone uh, at that point when mm-hmm. I do get uh, caught. And, um, you know, that's putting more weight on my parents' shoulders. So. Sure. All right, what so, you got, Jay? Speaking of kind of that, where Bram is now, who do you think he feels maybe closer to? Do you think he's closer to Will right now or Katie, and and why? I think he's closer with Katie. Um, his relationship with Will at this point um, is really shaky because of mm-hmm. uh, his um, concern with Charlie so much, and that relationship kind of faltered um, when Charlie – wasn't able to kind of be found essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so that relationship between Bram and Will has kind of been shaky for two seasons now. And um, it's, it's kind of on a weird edge, um, but his relationship with Katie is solid and, and they understand each other really well. Um, so, yeah, but a lot of things are going to change, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> exactly. All right. Can you give us some um, insight into Bram's emotion after the ship exploded? Obviously, it was really, you know, a lot of emotion, sadness. Uh, what yeah. all was going on there? And how do you get into that headspace as an actor? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of crazy what happens. And. Bram's first insight, he has no idea that it's spoiler Maya in the ship. Mm -hmm. Um, So at first he's not, he's more like, I think kind of intrigued 
and excited, very fearful, but kind of excited at the same time when it first goes off. And he definitely had no idea that it was going to be this big and to this kind of degree that it was. Mm -hmm. um, but then the whole situation with Maya happens. And, uh, you know, I think he could honestly care less about the bomb at that point. And the only thing he really cares about is her and losing her. And, and, and that's something that really affects him throughout the rest of the season, uh, definitely. And then it causes a lot of um, um, resentment and a lot of inspiration for uh, what's to come and to try and make a more serious impact um, in this kind of environment. So it fuels his fire, definitely. Okay. Um, but yeah. And how do, you, how do you go there as an actor? Can you share any of that or is that uh, proprietary information for your acting style? <laughs> Um, yeah, I wish, I mean, I wish I could share it with, I wish I could share it. It's, it's more of a, of an internal process okay. that happens okay. with kind of manipulating. Um, but it's really kind of about commitment, especially, okay. um, with kind of more intense scenes and just allowing yourself to kind of disappear into it and forget everything else that's going on. And, okay. And, uh, yeah. Just sink deep into it. So well, that helps me a lot. That makes sense. Well, it's very impressive. I, I got to tell you that for sure. All right. What do you have uh, next, Jay? Yeah, I have to agree. And before I, I get to my question, you know, mm -hmm. um, in our in our different podcasts, we've talked about all the different actors and how, especially this season two, there's a lot of scenes where there isn't even any dialogue. It's just all facial expressions. And I think that really includes you too. And even that spaceship scene is a good example of that, that you really just... You don't have to say anything. We see what you're saying just by the expression on your face. And, you know, her talking about kind of how do you get there as an actor. Is that harder or easier for you when there's no dialogue and you just got to portray it? Um, I like it. I think it's an interesting um, kind of choice, um, more so than dialogue heavy. Sure. Um, I think it's, you know, if you can convey it the way that it's supposed to be conveyed, I think it's the best form because okay. you get more from just reading the eyes and the emotional aspect than if I were to say it. But, you know, I think it definitely has its place for its scenes and the situation. Oh, sure. and, and I think, you know, the show does a good job of balancing that. Um, for sure. I think so, too. And I, you guys really do a, a great job with it. There's so many times I tell Tracy, did you see the look on their face? Like, mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> right. Definitely. So anyway, Bram, um, when he was first in the, uh, the, or going to the labor camp, was a quick thinker when he told Jay, um, Jenkins that he was a 20-year-old construction worker. Yeah. Where do you think that came from? Do you think that Bram always was kind of sharp with those instincts or do you think maybe this occupation has helped shape those instincts? I think the occupation definitely helped. I think he's uh, a very intuitive kid just in general um, and smart, but I think for sure, um, you know, being an adolescent that he was at the time or that he is, um, sure. He would usually get a little bit more nervous than that, so I think the yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah. occupation helped him out um, and, and conditioned him um, 
but I still think he was very frightened, uh, for sure. So. <laughs> How could he not be, right? Sure, yeah, really. <laughs> um, we also wanted to point out that your portrayal as a protective big brother um, is so believable. How much time did you get to bond with Jacob and Isabella during filming? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they're the best um, just in general, so it's hard not to love them and be a protective <laughs> big brother. Um, but it's it's cool because I've known them for like two years now, and I kind of see them grow up a little bit, and mm -hmm. um, it's awesome. So I think it's just kind of a natural feeling, too, that happens with that relationship. And then, and we do spend a lot of time together, and, and they're very mature for their age, so we can talk about, you know, serious stuff and we talk about scenes and, and they're just such great kids. So, um, it's hard not to feel that way towards them, but, uh, I'm an only child, so I'm kind of pulling from different things. Um, okay. so, but it's interesting cause I've always, you know, I'm always interested in, in those other dynamics cause I didn't grow up with it. Um, sure. So it's it's very interesting and it's fun to be able to have younger brothers and sisters uh, on the show. So yeah, that's like neat. yeah, that's way cool. Awesome. So um, one of you know we spent a lot of time on Twitter, and one of your bigger scenes that really got people talking was your shouting match with you and Snyder mm. at the labor camp. <laughs> um, how many? I mean, it was it was so intense, and you guys were really like almost at each other's throats. How many takes? Was that a lot of takes? Were you guys able to nail that quick? Tell us about filming that scene. <laughs> yeah, so um, I would say total takes we did probably around like 12, okay. wow. 12 to 15 total with like all the wide shots and everything. Sure, so sure. the good thing about being on a show like this is we have three cameras, so we can um, get a lot of coverage in a few amount of takes so, so we did the wides a couple of times. we probably at like 75 percent and then we did the we did three sure. real times where we would just kind of let loose completely and, and just kind of free flowing <laughs> and yeah. uh kind of what it was on screen so we did it that version about three times and and uh it was exhausting but fun so <laughs> yeah i'm <laughs> sure it was, it was it, I can't even describe how it made me feel. Uh, maybe Jay, you can help me think of the words. But it just, um, it, it just felt so real. I was, I wasn't. It's not so much that I was scared, but it was like two people that you're fond of and they're mad, yeah. they're yelling at each other. It's just uncomfortable, yeah. you know. And yeah. That really came through. So. Yeah, and you're almost at the same time hoping like, don't make the other one mad. You guys need each other. Like, yeah. Right. You got to be exactly. a team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't um, be fighting. So the, the labor camp was such a dark and depressing place for obvious reasons. How much of that did you carry home with you each day or were you able to just leave it at set? Um, yeah, I, I, I carried around a little bit. I mean, not too much though. I, I, uh, I try to do a good job of kind of like going in and out as much as I can when I leave set. Um, but I, I like to just kind of, keep it fresh and kind of remind myself even throughout the week when I'm not working through a couple of days, um, you know, just to keep it fresh in my head. Cause when we're shooting, like I'll shoot kind of random days during the week and we all kind of have different random schedules. And sometimes you got to 
you got to be on top of it because it moves so much quicker in television. Mm -hmm. So you kind of always got to be prepared for those moments. Um, but I don't take it home too much. So. Good. That's, <laughs> it's it's that probably me, a good thing. Yeah, that makes me feel a little better <laughs> for you. Yeah. The fight scene you had on the loading dock. But I enjoy it. I, I, I like the darker stuff. Oh, well, What's that? with this show, I'm sure there's more to come. <laughs> um, right. your, 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 your fight scene at the loading dock is how much of that did you really get to do? How much of that was like a stunt person? Um, is that the, is it the scene between me and Jenkins you're talking about? Oh, mm -hmm. well, okay, Which, we could talk about that one. Or I was thinking of the one where um, the, you thought the guy stole your boots. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. But but I, maybe we should talk Go about with the both. Jenkins yeah. One. Either either well, and or yeah. Yeah yeah. Um. So yeah, I did all. We did all of both of those. Um. Wow. I wish it was. I wish it could have been like more free, free fighting. I guess, but it wasn't. Um, it was kind of choreographed, and we had a stunt guy that helped us kind of figure out how we wanted to construct the fight. And it's kind of interesting because there's a lot of different ways that you can have with aggressors and, and different moves. Um, but yeah, I got my ass handed to me in both of them. Uh, so. <laughs> That was not a personal choice. <laughs> you wouldn't have played it that way, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, I've, I've gotten beat up quite a few times. Um, but, yeah, uh, they were fun scenes to do, though, because all the actors involved with them were so so on top of it and so so good at what they do that it was just it was a lot of fun just to kind of fully unleash during the, uh, during the scenes. That's awesome. And, and listen, I, I know it probably isn't a whole lot of fun to be the guy that gets beat up all the time, but you're still alive. Okay. Yeah, there's there's other alive. characters that aren't. <laughs> I'll take that. Silver lining. Okay. So the fans have seen through um, episode nine and you're back at home. Well, not, not really home sweet home. You're in the bunker <laughs> um, with uh, your family. Um, but prior to that, you know, you had spent so much of your time this season with Snyder. So we were just wondering if you could tell us much about what it was like working so closely with Peter. Yeah, Peter's, Peter's my favorite. He's like the best guy in the world. He's awesome. <laughs> he's, um, he's a really good dude and an awesome actor. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to be able to work with him this season and, and, um, see him do his thing and uh he's a great guy i was excited for him because he's a chicago cubs fan so yeah. during the whole kind of last part of filming um the cubs won, won the world series so we were all stoked and we had a lot of cubs fans on the crew so oh yeah great yeah so it was awesome um but yeah it's been a lot of fun to work with him and i'm i'm sure you know it's going to continue and that relationship has um you know, definitely unsaid things um, sure. kind of wrapped up. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm kind of positive that more will come from it. So I'm excited to see where they're going to take that. And um, yeah, I'm excited to, to work with Peter again too at some point. Hopefully. Cool. Well, we want to make sure you know that when we did our preseason podcast, we got a little bit of info, input from Peter about just kind of what to look forward to, just some little um, sort of, teasers and um you were one person that he 
mentioned specifically that your performance would blow us away this season. Those yeah, were his words. Very true. And um, yeah, that certainly has been the case. So he thinks awesome. a lot of you, obviously. <laughs> yeah, much. There's much love between us. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good deal. So when you're not acting, what kind of stuff do you do to keep busy or, or have fun? And on top of that, too, do you have any other non-colony things you might want to tell us about or to look for? Any other projects you're working on? Yeah. Um, there's a movie that I just finished um, that's probably going to come out some point this fall. Um, it's called Miles. And, and um, that's a movie that I think will hopefully have kind of a wider release. Um, sure. So hopefully, so I don't, I don't know if it's going to fully come out or, or what's going to happen, but it's a movie that I'm really excited about. It's, it's kind of similar to E.T. in the sense oh. that the boy and, and this kind of foreign object. So what happens is my character is a motocross rider and he's out one day and he comes across this robotic um, dog, essentially, this this kind of military-made um, machine that's meant to replace soldiers in the battlefield. And he comes across this, and he has a special bond with it. And um, it's really interesting because it, there's a lot of different things at play in terms of um, things being said politically and, and uh, with the yeah. system that we're in. So... It's a it's a cool movie and it talks about the AI world and, and is it, you know, an animal, is it alive or is it just a machine? So it brings up a lot of really cool questions and and uh, I'm really excited about it. So cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd like to see that. And it was so, called Miles. Miles. It's called Miles, yeah. Okay. Um so yeah. Awesome. But yeah, on my own time I'm just, you know, surfing and snowboarding and and uh, staying active and, and uh, you know, looking for the next project and trying to stay on top of my craft and, and just enjoying life. So. Okay, so as, as a non-surfer and non-snowboarder, <laughs> I'm curious, can you tell us, um, are, are there any similarities between those types of boarding as far as technique or, or is it totally different skill sets? Yeah, a little bit, definitely. Um, it does. It feels a little different. The feeling of like going fast on water is a little different than being on hard packed snow mm -hmm. and the kind of pressure that you can kind of sink in. But um, there are definitely similarities. But I wouldn't say that it it hands off as easy as you would think. There's okay. definitely you know some different um, techniques that kind of go on, but. Um, they're incredibly fun, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm in love with them. So Awesome. That sounds cool. All right, yeah. so when we do our interviews, we always like to finish up with a game. We sort of pit two actors against one another or two characters, and it's not so much a competition as much as it is just a choice. But uh, for your game, the choices are going to be Snyder or Will, the characters. So Jay has put together some um, – very interesting scenarios and <laughs> where we will reveal and then you will choose um your answer with snyder or will and if you want to um elaborate fine but you don't have to so kick it off jay all right you ready for this no pressure no pressure <laughs> okay first one you're going out for a poker night okay 
and <laughs> you find out that there's one spot left in the table and you're responsible for bringing that person. Who do you invite? Alan Snyder or Will Bowman? Oh. <laughs> um, ooh, I'm going Snyder. Ooh, Snyder. Is that so you can take his money a little bit easier? <laughs> I just feel like I feel like he's he's got the poker game down. Yeah, okay. Um, Sounds like a good okay. choice. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're enjoying right? a nice okay. you're enjoying a nice cold orange soda like the one that got Burke um, and have one additional both Snyder and Will want it so you force them to play rock paper scissors to win it who wins well okay he wins he's definitely has a strategy going into his um, best out of three game so all right you know, we definitely yeah we we kind of have our own strategy Bram and will so um, we're kind of on top of that game, so he's All going right. easily. One that each. Was a, yeah, that was a good, confident answer. I like that one. <laughs> okay, what's next? <laughs> All right, so it's time for you to go buy a new car, but you want to bring in the heavy muscle to help negotiate an awesome deal. Yeah. Which one of those two are you bringing with you? Um, God, that's another really tough one. <laughs> I feel like I could go either way here. Um, I think both would be good, but I'm going to go with my pops again. Okay. <laughs> I feel like he's got the size. You can maybe, you know. Oh, yeah, throw that around. A little bit. <laughs> you know, that, always, that always has an uh, advantage there. So. Okay. Nice, good choice. nice. Good one. I like it. All right. You're going to be really late uh, for something important, or you're going to be late for something really important, and your own car is in the shop. You need someone to get you there quick. Who do you choose? Hmm. <laughs> and they're using their car. Yeah, I guess. So. Yeah. yeah, their characters' cars. Mm -hmm. They're picking me up. All right. <laughs> um. Oh gosh. You know, I gotta go with my dad again because I don't think I think Alan has been driven around quite a bit recently. He hasn't driven that much, so I don't feel okay. like his driving skills are there as much as Will's are. So mm. I'm gonna go with Will. I feel like he's on top of it, and he's more loyal to me, so I'm going to take that. There's, there's that strategy again. It's I know. I like it. Okay. I know. Sure. All right. So somebody just played a huge practical joke on you. Which one of them was it? <laughs> I'd say I'd say Snyder. I'd say he'd do something like that. He'd, like, abs like accidentally get me in a uh, – <laughs> In jail or something. I don't know. Do something like that. I have a drone sent for me. I don't know. Do something like that. That's funny. Yeah, that's not, that sounds like him a little bit. Yeah, exactly. All right, next scenario. The city is about to be overrun with aliens. Go figure. Who do you choose to get you out of danger the fastest? Um. Oh, I got to go with my dad. Okay. I go with Will. He's got a uh, he's got instinct survival, and um, I gotta trust his his manliness. He knows how to handle a weapon, Warden Snyder does. So I gotta go with that. Sorry, Snyder. And he's got that. <laughs> and we talk about it all the time. He's got that. Hand and honestly, let's be honest, Will can run so much faster than Snyder. Snyder, oh, I'd well, be yeah. like, I can, I have, you know, <laughs> I can carry him, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it would take a while. I mean, come on. Awesome. Oh, man. So have you heard about the um, the hair flip phenomenon that we talk about with Josh Holloway, the way he flips his hair out of his face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, I know about the hair flip. I know about the hair flip even, like, outside of the podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, yeah. It, it was a phenomenon long before us. But, yeah, we, we wanted to, to uh, latch onto that. But, yeah, so he's got that going for him, too, on your escape from the aliens. So I'm sure that will come into play. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's always something. That's always something to add. Definitely a nice little flair there. <laughs> all right, Jay. There's a lot of pressure on Josh. I hope Josh doesn't hear all this because boy, he's got a lot to live up to. No, Jay, we do want him to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Snyder's going to like my comments too much. Uh -oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm seeing a factory visit pretty soon, buddy. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, a so, few more. You have a birthday coming up. Happy early birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and you're going to invite 20 of your closest friends to whatever party you're going to have, so you need it to be an absolute blast. Which of these two guys are you going to hire as your party planner? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, uh, guys, this is a tough one. Because I feel like Snyder would really help with the snacks and the drinks and <laughs> uh -huh. the food. And he would be on top of that. He'd be on top of the music and the lights. But then Will can bring the girls. So, oh! <laughs> <laughs> so we, got, we got both going on here. Um, I may go with Will here. <laughs> but... I'm, if, is there is there any questions that I can go both of them on? Because I feel like this would be the one that would be a killer party if they. All could. right, all right, we'll get, we'll let you do both. We'll break the rules for this question. You can have both. Yeah, you you get you'll get one um, share so that you can use that one as your share for sure. But but I need to I need to be invited. To, Perfect. To, I got to be one of those twenty that gets to go. Okay, you got to be on the invite list. All right. Yeah, that would be a pretty epic party. Sign me up. All yep. right. You guys are watching a sappy, emotional movie on Netflix, and you realize someone's sobbing. Who is it? Will or Snyder? Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> could, you, could you at least think about it for a second? I don't need to. I know the man too well. I know him too well. I expect that. They spent quality time together. He knows the answer. All right. Do. We have one more of these for you. All right. One more. I'm excited. So both Will and Snyder both get hired. They've got new jobs as cashiers at a local department store. All right. Which one of them is going to be fired first? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I say Will. I say Will gets gets canned first. Okay. He'll probably show up late one day. <laughs> yeah, he always so, has so many emergencies to attend yeah, to. That he's gonna, something's going to happen or, you know, <laughs> somebody's going to try and shoot him in the, you know, in the building. It's not going to go down. Well, so. <laughs> it's true. I didn't, I didn't think about that aspect of it when I wrote that question. 
That is hilarious. Well, I, I mean, personally, I could go on for a long time with these because um, you're you're pretty funny with these, Alex. I like it. Great yeah. answers, but that <laughs> that is the complete list. So. I like the list. It was, it was good questions. Awesome. <laughs> well, I, I got to give credit to my podcast partner. He, he came up with all of those. So yeah, they were pretty, good. pretty funny I, guy. Anything else you have for Alex J before we let really go? Good. No man, just really appreciate your time. It's nice that we got the trifecta of the Bowman kids here. You've been a pleasure to talk yeah. to. Uh, I love these answers to the silly questions <laughs> we gave you. You know, now we've got pressure on Josh and now, and now we've got poor Peter probably texting Ryan Condal right now, like, <laughs> I need to become a stunt car driver, and I need to be tougher and six inches taller, so he'll pick me right. better the next time. Right, exactly. And make me Exactly, exactly. Uh, well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It was awesome well, to, be, uh, to be on this. I yeah, know the, uh, the fans are anxious for us to get it posted and uh, hear what you have to say, so... Um, a lot of people out there rooting for you and for your character. So we can't wait to see what unfolds. Awesome. Yeah, it's exciting. All right, guys. All right, we'll Thank sign so off. Thanks, care. Alex. Appreciate Bye. it. Thank you. We're going to leave you with some music from Moon, their song titled I Got a Fever, which was featured in Episode 5 of Season 1 on Colony. You can find Moon on iTunes, so check them out. Enjoy the music. So you think you are?